Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. So Rob and I are going to talk about how automation and wearable tech can play a role in coaching. Now, I have to say I was a little surprised when he recommended this subject to me. When you recommended this subject, Rob, I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. And I can't say that I've read or listened or watched a single thing that connected these these things, this tech and coaching. So, have you seen automation play a role in coaching or are you foreseeing it? Can you share? Yeah, I think that I think when I brought that up with you, it was more in the context of like, what do you see in the future of coaching? Yeah, yeah. And, like what the 4C. Let's, yeah. Let's and I think where where I'm feeling into like if you had asked me certainly 10 years ago, I would have thought that things like AI and, you know, um, some automation that is going to be, you know, we're seeing. Uh, pretty soon there's a concern that transportation type stuff goes away as we get automated driving, right? And that's yeah. a huge sector of the economy. And 10 years ago, I would have told you that I thought things like coaching would be one of the last things to get innovated out because there's such a personal element and you have to understand people so much, et cetera. And I'm, I'm starting to doubt that. I'm starting to think that in fact, I'm trying to think about innovating in this space, right? So mm -hmm. what I, and there's a lot of reasons for this, but if you imagine that part of my job is to be a bit of a lie detector, not that, not that somebody's consciously lying to me, but a lot of times we're lying to ourselves. Uh, someone may be lying to me. Sometimes there's just a part conflict in what they're saying. So they mean what they're saying, but they've already stated some other kind of goal over here, and there's a, a mix-up in them. So just making meaning out of that is difficult. So if you think about how, if I'm really good at that, let's say, I, I tend to think that's one of my one of my superpowers, is I can sort of sense where someone's a little bit off or something's a, a little bit inauthentic, let's say. I, I may be sensing something in the pupil. I might like notice a breathing pattern. I might notice uh, a quickening heart rate that I can't really see, but there's a bit of an intuition just because I've learned to become hypersensitive to that for whatever reason. Well, yeah. if you add like AI and tech in there, somebody's wearing a heart rate monitor. Somebody uh, could actually see pupil dilation. Somebody could see like blinking rates and think like you can start to see that a uh, a smarter AI that's got even more inputs to what's going on, uh, mm -hmm. you could have a, a coaching dialogue with something that would know very quickly uh, just because your heart rate sped up that what you just said maybe wasn't true or whatever, right? Then you add on the fact that every coaching technique that's ever been and every psychological technique that's ever been could be right at the ready. Uh, then you add on the fact that if we're wearing headphones around and I have some, you know, Siri level friend that's hanging with me, that's maybe in some way watching my behavior, I could get like right in the minute coaching that's like in my ear, like, hey, you didn't want to eat that. Don't forget, like your calories are at whatever today. Right. So there's a little bit of like, oh, wait, 
there's a way to innovate here that could be really scary and invasive, obviously, but there could be ways that are like, oh, this is incredibly helpful, right? And so we're seeing in the therapy space, there's a, a therapy app now where you can get at a distance, you know, connected to a therapist. And if you don't like them, yeah. you can request another therapist. And so yeah. a, a bit like Uber is for driving presently, there's there's a, some automation overlay, some technology overlay in personal growth, right? So mm-hmm. this idea, um, another innovation for me that's way less tech but still requires some tech, I thought for years that this work that I did was so personal that I would have to do it one-on-one forever. And I had a big epiphany about, like, what would it be like to do this in a group? Could I protect the privacy but have them share with me, right? So through doing some of it on a member site where they're privately messaging me, but then I'm coaching in front of the group in vagaries about what they know about, but everybody else can see the pattern. All of a sudden, it's happening faster for people because they're getting to see, oh, we're all doing this. And it it becomes true for them much more quickly than if I just did it with them and they still think they're a special snowflake that is so different than everybody else. They're starting to see, oh, this is foundational. Like, we're all doing this. And then they see their husbands doing it too. And they see, you know, like, and they learn it much more deeply because of that scale to group level. So, in a thousand different dimensions, there's ways where things like wearable, things like AI, things like automation, um, you know, some form of automation, like a reminder from an app to do a certain thing, right, to habituate something mm-hmm. uh, that already exists and can be very helpful if you care about it enough to pay attention and whatever. But, uh, you know, if you're committed to something and you want to have support with an app that's dinging or alarming or letting you know what time it is at a certain thing, all of those things were I think we're going to see phenomenal uh, innovations. And I'm already talking to people to do through like recordings and just thousands and thousands of hours of my coaching. Can we analyze that for trends and patterns and how could we make this some type of a smart system? So, you know, there's, there's nothing to say is coming especially soon, but I know that's going to be happening in the, in the pretty near future. Well, and then when you talk about like apps and, and looking at like wearables and we're talking, you know, Google glasses and things yeah. like that, but, but looking at stuff like apps, like just imagining whatever it is that your domain of coaching is. And like you said, like the, the app dings or it sends a message or whatever, mm-hmm. but I would be way more committed if I knew that the app wasn't just dinging for me, but it was dinging and also letting my coach Yep. You know, like, like, yep. like you said, like, oh, you said you didn't want to eat that yep. <laughs> today. Totally. And now you're like, oh, but the person I'm paying to help me lose weight is also seeing that. Shoot. So you're, you're <laughs> you pointing know? at, you're pointing at the power of social pressure, right? Yeah. So people yeah. don't get, and that's part of the problem of becoming an entrepreneur all by yourself. No yes. one's looking. So I can, I can play my games and pretend I'm super busy, but not actually do anything. But I don't not have actually to actually do anything. I don't have to actually go out there and fail. I can stay in my little bubble where I feel like I'm, I'll be a success one day. And we can play that game for long, but as we can start to add social pressure in by joining a group coaching program, by hiring an individual coach, by committing out publicly to doing something, uh, we all of a sudden are held to uh, a different standard when people are looking. So that's a great point to to say. It's not just an app that doesn't know anything and who cares, but if that's linked or is going to lead to some report that somebody else is going to see and I'm going to have to be accountable to, you've now added a, a big layer of social pressure that's powerful. Absolutely, because the app's yeah. not going to be disappointed in me. If anything, the app's uh, like, will. oh, well. No, it will. It's going <laughs> oh, to be, it? it's, I'm already friends with, with Google deeply. Like, I'm, I'm like, hey, read that Wikipedia article. I'm like, thanks. You know, like, <laughs> it's my best friend during this COVID time. So, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, when I when I did my fitness competitions, I like everybody knew that I was doing it. And that was part of it for me is that other people knew I was doing it. So yeah. they knew, like they saw my giant lunchbox. They were like, oh, we know that Sergeant Bowles was doing working out before PT yeah. because she's just like that. Um, and so I knew I couldn't just like six weeks out from a competition. I couldn't just be like, nope, not doing it unless I like broke my leg or something. Totally. Totally. <laughs> because that like that would be so embarrassing. Totally. Like just oh I just it was too hard like what that's what I'm gonna say I'm in the army I'm a staff sergeant I've got soldiers I would just tell them it was too hard right right exactly yeah I mean I'm 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 with my friend right there's COVID and he's at his house I'm at my house and we're both trying to work out and do things we started to take screenshots of like what our what our stats are right like this is what I got an app that's tied to my scale so it does body fat and all that stuff I'm taking a screenshot and sending it he's sending it back you know we're holding each other accountable and cheering each other on when it's a win and going hey what happened there too many donuts when it goes the wrong direction and (laughs) so so but but that kind of accountability is really uh helpful and motivating and gets you gets you moving you know so right. Okay. So we, you've given so much value here. So I'd, I'd like to, um, kind of get an update on, on you and what you're focusing on this year in terms of the programs that you're really, you mm-hmm. know, trying to put out there. Um, just to kind of let the, uh, you know, my audience know where, you know, they'll follow you, you know, sign up for your stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like where, where are you focusing right now that people can kind of, you know, pop in, take a look? Cause I'm sure more for than one sure. person is going to be curious now. Yeah. So if you want to know more about me, I mean, home base is my website, robscott.com. You can find the podcast there. You can find all the other stuff there too. If you're specifically interested in identity shifting, uh, you can go to identityshifting.com and check that out. Uh, I have developed many products over the years that are sort of standalone digital products that are really, really helpful. My focus this year is to really dial it back and make identity shifting primary. So mm-hmm. I, and we're, we're redoing how we deliver that. So in the past, that has been a, a six week breakthrough program uh, that is delivering you know, all these benefits that I've, that I've shared in these, in these talks. Uh, what we're doing this year though is, and this is based on this idea that there's both wake up and there's grow up. And so what I mean by that is you can have a meaningful permanent epiphany in the moment. Like a, a new idea can be so profound that it truly changes you. Uh, but life also occurs, right? So, so more right. challenges are on the way. So we're, we're seeing that in the complexity of our life right now. We have COVID and then we've got the racial stuff going on and we, you know, it's just like, it's almost like the world keeps coming. And so right. we're changing this to, to deliver that breakthrough heavily up front in, in a first quarter, but I'm going to continue to support people through an entire year with that. So we're going to have calls that continue. So you can have this wake up and then apply that across all the dimensions of your life in what I would call grow up, you know, all, all these other things. Another way to think about that is I can take a depressed person mm-hmm. and through a conversation, turn them into happy. Like you can, there's no path to happy. You could be happy right now if we just change your meaning making in the moment, but I can't turn you into concert pianist right now. I can't turn you into billionaire right now. I can turn you into entrepreneur. So there's a wake up into a different sense of self, but then there's the application of that over time and to get the results right. that you want out there. And so uh, we're putting that together. So it's a little bit more complete and I'm really, I'm, I'm deeply excited about that because we're adding really cool stuff to it. And we're going to get to have a longer relationship with everybody and really go uh, very, very deep. And so people get that breakthrough right up front still, uh, but then they get the, they, I get to, kind of hold their hand for a longer period of time and get them even more results. So, yeah. 
That sounds great. It sounds like a smart business model to me in that by the time the program has, you know, kind of wrapped up and you've gone through that wake up and grow up, you know, those types of phases, by the time you're done, the results that you'll be able to hold up, mm-hmm. you know, as as the person who made that investment, the results that you'll be able to hold up, you'll look back a year from now and you'll just be yeah. completely different. Well, and people don't realize how they are so focused on one thing, like you may really be focused on business results and you can get those in a lot of cases very, very quickly. And then four months later, you have like a serious relationship issue. And so I want to be there to go, yeah, these things still hold. Let me show you how to apply it here. Let me show you how you can be better and different in relationship. And then some health thing comes up, right? A family member becomes, and so there's this other crisis that occurs. I want to be able to hold that through uh, at least that long, you know, and then, you know, continue to be there for them after that, but really systematize a whole thing where they can just keep growing throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so where can people follow you? Where can they go and consume more of your content outside of your your website? So I'm, you know, I'm on all the platforms. You can find me uh, on Facebook. I think I'm real Rob Scott on Instagram and uh, and Facebook. I think I'm, uh, you know, just search me out. I, I'm, I'm slightly I different names at different places. Twitter's Rob underscore Scott. You know, uh, yeah. Sadly, it's a pretty common name, so there's there's fighting to get those uh, handles. But we can we could probably put that in the notes somewhere. I hope and people Absolutely. can find me wherever they wherever they want. I'm on all the places. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited about getting your interview series out into the world. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of it. So just thank you so much. And I hope that this upcoming year and your new program, you know, setup works out fantastic for you. Thank you. Great. Yeah, this has been my pleasure. Thank you so much.